This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, May the 4th, 2022. May the 4th be with you, as many have said so far today. There's so many things that are trending in the world of professional wrestling across all wrestling social media platforms and wrestling websites, so you know we're here at Headlines to bring you all of the details. Let's go ahead and let's jump right into it. E-Wrestling News is reporting by Andrew Ravens, WWE NXT 2. 2.0 viewership for last night's show. This week's episode of NXT 2.0 drew 661,000 viewers on the USA Network, which is up from last week's 500 and 577,000. Now, the show did a .13 rating in the key demo of 18 to 49, which is once again down from last week. Now, it ranked 33 in the cable 150 shows for the night. The episode featured Braun Breaker versus Joe Gacy, Cameron Grimes versus Carmelo Hayes versus Solo, and Nikita Lyons and Jade versus Nash Legend and Natalia. The Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar versus the Creed Brothers, Brutus Creed and Julius Creed, Grayson Waller versus Nathan Frazier, and this was considered the spring break-in edition of NXT 2.0. If you're looking to follow more information on NXT, go ahead and follow them over on Twitter. 
also trending at this hour by Thomas Lawson, WWE removed the too sweet hand gesture between AJ Styles and Finn Balor that took place on this week's Monday Night Raw. During the show, Balor saved Styles during a beatdown by Judgment Day, and they threw up the hand gesture that is synonymous with the Bullet Club. Now on WWE's official YouTube account, the hand gesture had been removed from the recap of the segment. No explanations were given. Fans have speculated that the gesture was removed as WWE does not want to make any references to the Bullet Club, who are expected to be part of the upcoming AEW New Japan Forbidden Door Super Show. If you'd like to find out more about this, go ahead and follow eWrestling News. Now, more news coming in at this hour. Andrew Ravens is reporting talent claims that Tessa Blanchard had a falling out with Women of Wrestling. Now, Tessa Blanchard signed with Women of Wrestling last October when syndicated TV deal with Viacom and CBS. It was her landing spot after being fired from Impact Wrestling back in 2020. Now, Fightful Select has learned that allegations of issues surrounding Blanchard and women of wrestling, which came after she deactivated her social media accounts. It was said that there had been a bit of a falling out between the two sides, and her status for this week's taping was unknown. When it comes to Tessa, there was an incident last month where Blanchard cut a promo on wrestler Samantha Sage, and she tore her apart with words, leading to many speaking up. Now, the classes were canceled from that point until further notice, and the belief is that Blanchard will be less involved moving forward, although nothing has has officially been confirmed by Women of Wrestling. Now, another source said that Blanchard is no longer in charge of training the talent at Women of Wrestling, and Selena Majors has been brought back to handle the talent moving forward. One former star speculated that Blanchard is gone from the company, but once again, that has not been confirmed either. It looks like Tessa Blanchard's duties as training the women of Women of Wrestling is officially ended. For more information, continue to follow Andrew Ravens and Fightful Select, and stay in tune with E! Wrestling news. All right, let's jump over to Pro Wrestling Inc. Jade Cargill talks about why she decided to sign with AEW instead of WWE. AEW TBS champion Jade Cargill joined the Zalo show to talk about her career and how she feels about the world of pro wrestling has been treating her. According to Jade, it's been treating her very well. She said, and I quote, pro wrestling is treating me very well. I'm going into my second year right now. I'm kicking ass, taking names, doing what needs to be done. It's treating me so well. I'm undefeated, 30-0. I had my first trios match last week, and we kicked the ass out of everyone in three minutes. So yes, things are going great. When asked about her boss, AEW owner Tony Khan, Cargill referred to him as phenomenal, both as a leader and as a man. What she most appreciates about Khan, however, is how he's always been a believer in Jade and her potential. She would go on to say, I feel like TK is a phenomenal man and a leader. He always has something he saw in me, he said, and that's what I appreciate about him. He's very transparent. He is very open and he knows what he's doing. He's a student of the game and he's loved wrestling his entire life. He knows what sells, what looks good, and what's going to put the best foot forward for his product. If you'd like to read more on why Jade decided to sign with AEW and her thoughts continuing on Tony Khan, cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. Eric Mutter is writing in at this hour. FTR is making headlines today. Danny Wolfsonholm is writing in at this hour regarding FTR. Current Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions and AAA World Tag Team Champions FTR joined Sirius XM Busted Radio to discuss the Owen Hart Tournament qualifying match they had against one another last week. Now, the highly anticipated bout was described by AEW owner and president 
and CEO Tony Khan as a match that will stand the test of time. It took place on Dynamite April the 27th. It ended with Dax Hardwood picking up the victory against his partner Cash Wheeler to advance in the first round. Now Cash explained that the pair took a lot of pride in the match. In a quote he said, we take a lot of pride in everything we do, FTR Cash said. Sometimes we might take too much pride in that and it gets us into a little bit of hot water here and there. When we start overthinking about our match, it's never really a good point where you want to be. You just want to make sure that you get out there and you hit all your moves and do what you want. Now, there's one other thing. The only move that Dax ever hits is a rebound powerbomb. So we're just going to go out there and we're going to hit our spanning moves and we're going to go show everyone we can without trying to get the cheap reaction. I think a lot of time moves are cool, but they're cheap. Nobody can learn those things all the time. You got to take somebody and get them emotionally invested. We had a very special story to tell and we couldn't have done it any better. If you'd like to read more of what Dax and Cash had to say about their match against one another, Danny Wolfsonholm is writing in at this hour at Wrestling Inc. Definitely check him out. All right, CM Punk is making news at this hour. Mark Middleton is writing in on what is going on with CM Punk. As noted, AEW star CM Punk made a special guest appearance on of the Sons of Anarchy series. Punk played the role of a military veteran named Paul, who engaged in a conversation with one of the regular characters, Gilly Lowe. Lopez, played by Vincent Rocco Vargas. This will not be Punk's only appearance on the series, as the showrunner Elgin James noted to GameSpot that the character was created with Punk in mind. James noted that he and Punk run in the same circles, and that's how the casting came to be. Now, James commented on how, when the upcoming season season four will be, and what will happen in that. If you'd like to read more about this and what Punk's role is moving forward with the series, definitely go ahead and cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. Mark Middleton has that article trending at this hour. Kane, Big Red Machine, is making news today as well. Kane issues statement on Republican primary win in Knox County mayoral race. WWE Hall of Famer Kane, known as the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee residents, also known as Glenn Jacobs to the rest of the world, won the Republican primary on Tuesday and now will head into the general election, which will happen on August the 4th. Now, Jacobs ran unopposed in the Republican primary and brought in 24,675 votes, according to KnoxNews.com. He will now go up against Democrat primary winner in August, Debbie Hensley, who won the Democrat primary with 5,919 votes, while Tyler Givens came in with 1,397 and then finally, Bob Fisher, who had 662 votes. Jacobs tweeted a photo from the primary last night and wrote, Thank you. Crystal and I are immensely grateful for your support. I will continue to work hard to serve the people of Knox County and fight for your freedom and the conservative values every day. See you in August. So, if you're wanting to find out more about the mayoral race and what's going on, please check out Mark Middleton as he is writing on this at this hour at Wrestling Inc. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more. Robert Grunier is writing in about FTR. Now, Tony Khan and FTR have a great relationship. Let's find out a little bit more about it. A major story that emerged earlier this year was that Tony Khan's acquisition of the long-standing wrestling promotion Ring of Honor during the March 2nd, 2020 episode of Dynamite. Tony Khan revealed that the big news and promised fans that the legacy of Ring of Honor will stay intact with the next chapter. Now, AEW Ring of Honor owner Tony Khan has now taken to social media to announce that the final sale has gone through and it's official. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Hashtag AEW Dynamite Live on TV. TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central. Tonight, it's going to be a stacked card. My first day of Ring of Honor owner. The sale was closed. 
and we'll crown a new undisputed Ring of Honor world champion. Thank you everyone for watching Dynamite Tiny Tony Wood Wright. Now, Khan previously indicated that the announcement was not related to any individual talent acquisition, and instead, it was more of a business deal that AEW had set up in the future. He also stated that he's keeping the deal quiet, and because AEW's legal team had him under no non-disclosure agreements. If you'd like to find out more about what Tony Khan has in store for Ring of Honor, Robert Grunier was writing in at this hour at Wrestling Inc. Mark Middleton is writing in this hour, WWE possibly running a stand and deliver show at the SummerSlam event. Mark Middleton is writing, once again, WWE NXT stand and deliver event is being discussed for this year. Now, news from WrestleVotes notes that WWE officials have talked about holding another NXT stand and deliver event for the one of the three big stadium shows happening this summer. Now, the preference is said to be a clash of the castles that's going to be happening in Wales. But SummerSlam on Saturday, June 30th from the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, seems more likely of when they'll do that. The other stadium show scheduled for the summer is Money in the Bank, which will be held at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, it was also noted that everything is still to be determined, but everybody will keep you updated and continue following Wrestling Inc. as they will give you more. Now, NXT Stand and Deliver was held during WrestleMania 38 weekend earlier this year, headlined by Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker for the NXT title. The show was held at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas, not far from the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, which is where WrestleMania 38 was held. And there's also no word on if Summer Slams Stand and Deliver would be held at the stadium or a smaller venue somewhere nearby. For more information, definitely stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. as they will continue to give you more updates. Eric Mutter is writing in this hour about Ray Phoenix. After making his return to both AEW and Lucha Libre AAA Worldwide last week, Ray Phoenix is already filling his schedule up. As announced at AAA Wednesday morning on Twitter, Ray Phoenix will be part of AAA's second centerpiece, and the event will be happening once again in Monterey. He'll be teaming up with the Laredo Kid and Lucha Libre legend Heavy Metal in the main event, which will take place later on this summer. If you would like to go ahead and find out more about this event that is going to be happening, definitely cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. as Eric Mutter is writing in this hour about the one and only Ray Phoenix. Matthew Carlins is also writing in this hour at Wrestling Inc. He's got a story about gold dust. Dustin Rhodes recalls how infuriated WWE fans were with the first gold dust antics. Dustin Rhodes admits that he didn't know exactly what he was getting himself into when he signed with the WWF, now WWE, way back in 95. Rhodes was given the character of Goldust. It was a dramatic departure from his in-ring persona, as known as Dustin Rhodes, which he did in the WWF earlier on and then subsequently in WCW. Rhodes would go on to say, a lot of people thought it would actually be a rib. Rhodes told Thunder Rosa on Taco Vlog, Just like Daddy, Dusty Rhodes in Polka Dots, it was supposed to be a rib, but it got over. He got himself over, says Dusty. The American Dream. I don't think that way back then, when I was so much younger, I wanted to do something that was trying to fill my dad's shoes. I just wanted to be myself, and I wanted a new opportunity, hence where I got the opportunity to be gold dust. It was going to set me aside from the American Dream. Well, we had no idea what Vince McMahon had in mind. He started telling me about this androgynous character. 
and then I hung up the phone with him, and I looked in the dictionary and found out what androgynous really meant. Well, that's Vince for you. But after all, I said, you know what? Let's give it a try. He was in it 110%. Now, behind the character's character, he was very hands-on with a lot of people as far as what he was going to do. Now, he also did some things that not everyone liked as well. The androgynous character really pushed the envelope and made things sometimes a little too realistic. Vince McMahon wanted me in a wig, and he said he wanted me to act like Adrian Adonis and even have makeup. Up, Rhodes explained, which was like some pink blush and stuff. I wanted face paint instead. We agreed on the face paint. I was a big fan of face paint at that time because Sting had it all those years in WCW. Well, he said not everybody was thrilled about his antics and the way he conducted himself as the androgynous character. However, Goldust eventually did get over with the audience and he won the Intercontinental Champion a few months later. But Dustin says there were struggles with the character at times. He says there were other WWF regulars like Savio Vega who helped him overcome his questions about the character and his future success. If you'd like to read more of this incredible article written by Matthew Carlins about Dustin Rhodes and how he finally got the gold dust gimmick over, check him out right now on Wrestling Inc. Also trending with Wrestling Inc., Mark Middleton is writing at this hour, final names are being revealed for WWE NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. Let's find out more about this. The final four names have been announced for the inaugural WWE NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. Now, it was announced on last night's show that Tatum Paxley, Falian Hensley, and Roxanne Perez, formerly known as Roxy, will be competing in the tournament. Now, Hensley and Paxley received vignettes to hype their spots in the tournament, while Perez mentioned that the tournament during a segment where she and Wendy Chu caused trouble for NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Gigi Dolan and JC Jane while they were at the beach. You can see more of this and be excited about what's going to be happening next for the women on the tournament. Eric Mutter is writing at this hour, W. Morrissey remembers Triple H being furious over WWE SummerSlam moment. In an appearance on the sessions with Renee, Impact star W. Morrissey talked about some of the issues with creative from his time in WWE roster as he was big cast. In particular, Morrissey talked about the differences between WWE main roster and NXT and recalled a moment when he found out it was apparent that he and Tenzu Amore were going to get yelled at for singing Frank Sinatra's song at SummerSlam. Now, creatively, it was just a new set of talent who we can work with, who were we were doing promos with, Morrissey said, and we got to do things with the New Day, which was awesome, and the kind of thing that fed off of each other. We were having fun. We did one segment with the New Day overseas in UK, and it was totally different ballgame. NXT is, I guess, less worrisome, less nerve-wracking, and it's not just that big of a deal. When you get into WWE, it's kind of like everything you do is a big deal, and it could have consequences, which could mess you up at times. I think one of the times we really messed up is when we went off script at SummerSlam in Brooklyn and sang a Frank Sinatra song. You can't sing or imitate things that are copyrighted. That was a stern talking to we got. He was furious. Hunter, we didn't know. We didn't know that sort of thing, they told Triple H. I think everything is amplified, and it's so much bigger and the magnitude of things you do and the consequences of things are way bigger once you make it to the main roster. That's something that maybe in the moment I didn't realize. But you're on live television. If you mess up or do something that costs the company, that's on you. It is way bigger and it comes with a lot of money on the line, a lot of glory, whatever you want to call it, but you have to watch yourself a lot more. If you want to find out more what Morrissey had to say in his interview with Renee, check out Eric Mutter's article, which is trending right now over at Wrestling Inc. Wrestling Inc. is also reporting at this hour, Charles 
Charles Barkley mentions Roman Reigns on Inside the NBA, and Paul Heyman ends up reacting. Basketball legend Charles Barkley mentioned the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns during Inside the NBA on TNT telecast on Tuesday night. Now, Barkley also asked his co-analyst to acknowledge me. Now, Barkley spoke about pro wrestling after a tweet from a user named Mr. Perfect, which was a fan account, was displayed on his screen. In response, Barkley said, is that Mr. Perfect? Is that Kurt Henning? I remember him. He was a hell of a wrestler. He ain't no Ric Flair or The Rock or Chris Jericho or even Roman Reigns, but he was still great. At that point, host Ernie Johnson tried to persuade Barkley to get back to talking about ongoing NBA playoffs. In response, Barkley said, you better acknowledge me. If you'd like to find out more of the interaction that happened on the set of Inside the NBA, go ahead and cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. right now as that article is trending. Matthew Carlins is writing in this hour, Maria Kanellis compares recent WWE NXT signings to Becky Lynch. Maria Kanellis Bennett sees a lot of potential in recent WWE signings. Now, Roxanne Perez, formerly known as Roxy on the independent scene, recently made her WWE NXT debut. Now, Kanellis said, the 20-year-old prospect shares many of the attitudes and attributes and qualities that made Becky such a big main star roster. I hesitate to say this because I don't like everybody comparing anyone to anybody else, but the ability that you have in Becky Lynch, you have the same in Roxanne, Canales told Bevlin Pro Wrestling Podcast. I think it is the only thing that continues to grow. Now, of course, she's still got a lot of things to learn and a hard work to put in at this point, but I think that she may reach the same level as Becky. She has great technique down, Canales continued. She has the storytelling ability. She has the heart. She used to ride the bus when we were going to wrestling trainings before we could even drive in a car with other people. She rode the bus a lot and we got to know each other in training. So, Canales believes that she has the abilities to be on the same level as Becky Lynch. I'd love you to check out Matthew Carlin's article right now trending over on Wrestling Inc. All right, let's go ahead and let's continue the news. Marco Rivera is writing in at this hour, The Miz, on the full circle moment he experienced while competing against Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, during the latest episode of Out of Character with Ryan Satin, WWE, WWE superstar The Miz joined the show to talk about this Hall of Fame caliber career with the WWE, meaning The Rock, and as he's thought about it over time has gone by, his memorable moments he's had in the ring, and Survivor Series in 2011. Taking The Rock's people's elbow at Survivor Series, he hasn't come back to wrestle in eight years, The Miz said. Being able to be his first match, being able to be trusted with a match like that would be amazing. The Miz has nothing but tremendous respect for Dwayne The Rock Johnson and would love to see The Rock come back at some point in time and make a return to the WWE. Although The Miz does realize The Rock probably wouldn't come back on a full-time basis, he does realize that there's so much talent that The Rock does bring to wrestling. He would go on to say, to be able to take the people's elbow was incredible because I remember being on the real world going, man, looking on the shelf and there's a Rock action figure and I'm saying, I want to be a WWE superstar one day. And here I am, 15 years later, in the middle of the ring, The Rock's first match back in eight years in a sold-out Madison Square Garden. It was absolutely insane. Now, continuing to talk about the memorable moments with The Rock in the early 2000s, The Miz also spoke about main eventing WrestleMania 27 against John Cena and having the Brahma Bull be the inaugural part of it. He also mentioned the most memorable moment from that match, having his closest friends ringside watching him and being involved in a match with a superstar he idolized. If you'd like to read more about what The Miz had to say about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Marco Rivera has this article trending right now over at Wrestling Inc. That's going to do it for all the major headlines that are trending right now in the world of professional wrestling. 
Wrestling. If you have anything you would like to know about professional wrestling, I'd be more than happy to answer that for you. Cruise on over to Twitter. You can follow me at Mike, M-I-K-E, Freeland, F-R-E-L-A-N-D. That's going to do it for today. We will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of NLW Radio never stops. 